Hey guys, Dan Wolfsman here. Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. As you know, radical help for people who want it. I'm excited. I'm always excited. Well, I'm not always excited, but I'm excited when I spend time uh, with you. And, um, you know, I wrote a blog post probably months ago. It could even be a year ago because my memory is horrible, as my wife uh, reminds me from time to time, about this idea that it doesn't take money to make money. I said that like it, love it, disagree with it. I said it doesn't make money to make money. It actually takes quite a bit more. I mean, and you've often heard that phrase, right, from other people. You know, hey, it takes money to make money. My theory on that is that it doesn't take money to make more money. I mean, yes, there are opportunities that you'll be able to have if you have money, you know, that others can't do, but it takes tenacity to make money. And it takes obstinance to make money. It takes insight, it takes charisma, it takes gratitude, professionalism, resourcefulness. It takes an obsession with learning, right? You with me? You hanging with me? It takes class and individualism. You can't be like somebody else. You got to be you. In well, the opposite of being fatigued, indefatigable, not being tired out, basically what that means. It takes discipline. It takes insane amounts of effort. It takes failure, and it takes crazy amounts of value. Ah, and so it is that we start a discussion around the idea of being valuable. You won't make money unless you know how to create value. Here is the simple principle of getting rich. And I know this won't sell well, so I haven't even built my seven-step program, right? There's no seven-step program. It's a one-step program. Imagine selling that, right? You've seen all your Facebook ads prop popped up. I made 5000 doing nothing on autopilot. Now you can too. Something like that. And the reality is that to get wealthy, to be wealthy, to achieve wealth, gather wealth, hoard wealth, whatever you want with wealth. By the way, any way you, you figure that, spiritual wealth, financial wealth, physical wealth, okay, it just takes crazy amounts of value. It just does. And I think it's a perfect way to, to think about being valuable because often when you're in a situation where uh, you need to make more money and, and let's, let's be candid between all of us, uh, there are things that you can't do right now because you can't afford them. And it's the same for me. Uh, as I pivot and grow my business, there are things I used to spend money on I'm no longer spending money on. There are things I'm cutting back on that I, I didn't care, whatever. If it makes money, it makes money. But now I'm cutting back and I'm caring and I'm looking more deeply at what's going on, right? Right? This is just, this is what you do. This is what life is like when you're in the business of dreaming big, right? That, that's just what happens. So, so if being valuable along with tenacity and indefatigability or whatever, I can't seem to pronounce that right, discipline, individualism, and class, professional, all these things. That's what it, if it takes, if the, if the linchpin is creating value, <clears throat> then how do we create value? And why aren't we talking about value more often? Why aren't we? Well, we struggle because when you talk about being valuable, you open yourself up to this really candid and deeply personal discussion about the value you have. 
Which leads me to another point. Do you have value? Like, do you have value? Do you have value? As an individual, you do have value. And I'm not trying to have everyone be depressed listening to the podcast. But ask yourself this question. Where in your life are you so amazing at something that you provide value to others? Maybe it's in your ability to nurture and console and comfort and encourage and stimulate and inspire and propel. And those are things that you, when people around you, they are accelerated and enthused and inspired and grateful. And they just want to be around you. And so you're valuable to them because every time they're around you, they feel like they're, they're, they're able to conquer the world. They feel like they can, they, can, they can grow and expand. They're just a better version of themselves, right? Right? And, and so that's value. What, what are all the ways that you can be that you can be valuable? You might have never taken the time to actually think about answering that question for yourself. The idea about you making money or, or achieving wealth, spiritually, financially, physically, and most of the time we use that word wealth, we mean financially, let's not fool ourselves, by creating value. Now, discussion around value is hard because your value is different than mine. This goes back to our discussion back in January. We were talking about what's your purpose? Do you know your purpose? And at any discussion around purpose is it's hard because your purpose changes. Your purpose for right now might be different than your purpose from six months ago, which will be different likely your purpose six months from today forward. It's just, it's going to change. So being valuable requires that you, you know what it is that matters to you. This kind of core set of, you might call it a core philosophy, core principles. Some people say values. What is it that matters most to you that you really enjoy doing or being a part of these, these, these ways that you live your life that others around you look on admirably. Um, I've been a part of, of some, a few different groups where, uh, you know, and, and inside of a, like a mastermind group where someone will say, you know, hey, I was struggling with this challenge. Maybe it's Facebook advertising because we're doing a lot of Facebook advertising right now. And, and here's what I did. I, I did this and then I did this and this and then it, it solved my problem. And if I'm in need of that service, I'm like, that's great. It's exactly, it's a, that, that, that is a fantastic answer to a problem that might have been holding me back for some time. Fast forward, I'm learning principles. I might go back to that person and say, hey, I took what you did. I added some additional color. We did it our way. And here's what we uncovered. Right now, you know, we're advertising and we've got you know, video ads and maybe you've seen one or two. If you're network marketing, we're doing a bunch of whole advert. We're doing a bunch of advertising to, to individuals in network marketing to coincide with the launch of uh, my 30 Days to Awesome program. And what's interesting is We've got ads that are, have like two sentences and then a video. We've got other ads where there's like five or six paragraphs where we're trying to tell a little bit of a story, and then we've got a video. And it's interesting. It's interesting because some people say, you know, shorter the better. Other people say you have to tell a story. You have to romance the person. You have to, you have to, you have to, you know, get to, you know, dig deep behind all of that and see what works. That brings up another flavor to this idea, another perspective on this idea of value and that what works for someone else isn't going to work for you. And what had worked for you in the past might not continue to work for you. So part of being valuable 
is you being open and willing to change. You being aware that if you don't change, um, you become irrelevant. That your skills and talents and things that make you better go away. Let me go back to how we started this whole discussion. The more valuable you are, the more you can charge for your services. So in this world of you don't have to be a craftsman at anything, you can copy what someone else does and kind of make it by, you might be tempted to just copy and paste your existence. Literally, copy and paste everything you do based on what someone else told you. The reality is they might have been copying and pasting their life based off of what someone else has done. And all the way down the line, you're just repeating what someone else is repeating. Here's what's interesting. The further you are away from that value, the less valuable it becomes. I've told this to you on a podcast before. I'm going to tell it to you again. I remember Adobe has a conference every year. It's called 99U. And what I was always blown away by is, you know, as a speaker, um, I, I love speaking at unique opportunities. And I remember when there, there was a blog post put out about what speakers they accept, what speakers they don't accept. And they basically said, there are level one speakers. And level one speakers come up with these original ideas. So interesting, they kind of blow our minds. Like the Elon Musk sort of, we're going to fly to the, you know, colonize Mars sort of ideas. And then there are level two speakers. And they kind of aggregate level one speakers and add some interpretation and flair to it. Not flair in a marketing sense, but they, they basically, tr they're translators. They take these wild ideas and grand ambition and put it in a way that, that all of us can go, oh, that's what they meant, right? They're kind of interpreters, teachers. And there's level three. They aggregate all the teachers and kind of give you a broad sense of an industry. And then there's level four who wrap up the people giving it. And then there's level five, level six. And they said, unfortunately, we really want level one and level two speakers. Unfortunately, most of the speakers, most people applying, or at least level five, level six. And I have to tell you, in my experience as a speaker, I've seen the same thing. I've been in rooms where there's people that you know, like, like mind-blowing names. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. Like, this is awesome. I get to hear this person speak. I've, I've, I've read their book. I've done, and then I hear, and I'm like, uh-huh, there was nothing there for me. It wasn't valuable. Actually, that's one of the things that makes me so introspective as I, as I do head on stage is knowing that there are people out there who have read my book and who have uh, listened to a podcast like this and who do read a daily blog and are consuming all the things that we uh, or trying to help people with, what can I say, excuse me, what can I say that still catches you by surprise, that inspires you, that isn't the same thing I've already written, read, podcasted, or videoed for the last decade? Like what's new and fresh that, that will lift you up and make you, you know, make you surprised, make you filled with awe? So that's an obsession, and it's one of the things we think about in our speakers meetings, in our writing meetings, and in, in our in our media and content meetings is, is how to do that surprise and delight. Helps us create these memorable experiences on stage. This idea of value isn't something that you can copy from somebody else. And that's a great thing. Maybe you have a friend who could wear a bikini well and they're on the Insta and you know they're 
they're valuable because they help brands connect to skinny crossfitters. Maybe you're, you're a funny and you're delightful and you have great wit and you know, your, your job is not to pose on the back porch in a bikini. Your job is to make satirical, satirical comments (laughs) to be funny, right? To be witty, to be cutting, right? Maybe that's, maybe that's what your magic is. Maybe your value to the world is. So don't, don't be tempted to copy other people. Maybe you're jealous. Oh, oh, I wish I could do that. Maybe I want the job of, 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 you know, posing in bikinis. (laughs) Maybe that's what I actually, I'm not, I actually don't want that job. I think that would be a horrific job myself, but you get what I'm saying. In a copy and paste world, you have to be more than that. You have to be valuable. And what's cool about that is that is the essence, the kernel, the seed from which value springs forth that mighty oak, right? That's wealth. The creation of that tree, of that, of that destiny begins when you create value. So I guess the question for you today is, what is that thing for which you are most valuable that you are the best in the world at? What is that? You can pick anything. That's what's so damn cool about this. You can pick anything, but it requires work and some sweat and you know some tenacity on your part, but you get to pick anything. And then from there on out, it's your job to be relentless and take the value you think people are going to pay for and multiply it times 10. So if you're going to charge $100 for your value, you should make sure people imagine, interpret that value as $1,000 worth of value. Can you imagine that? If you're going to charge $2,000 for whatever you're doing, make sure people feel like they're getting $20,000. But more on that later, we're going to talk about the arbitrage of value, okay? How to hedge your value in a way that allows you to scale magnificently. But, but between now and then, for the next podcast, I've got a little assignment for you. Go into the edgy empire of awesomeness and share with all of us what, what is your value. Just a day ago or two, someone reached out to me and said they need a speaking coach and we're looking to hire John Maxwell and his team. I knew that inside their edgy empire of awesomeness, I've got coaches who are better than John Maxwell and their team. Hands down, no questions asked, asked, asked much better. Um, in about 45 minutes, I was able to have a conversation with this person, connect them to somebody inside the empire. Voila, two happy people. So what are your values? Where are you uh, able to deliver value that no one else can imagine? That's the stuff that you need to share with the group because we can work together to make sure you get paid 